Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Across the UK, online and on DAB. <laughs> Badass Women's Hour XL on Talk Radio. Supersized free speech for switched on women. That's so bright, it blows my mind. Badass Women's Hour XL with Harriet Minter, Natalie Campbell, and Emma Sexton. The Vampire Strikes Back on Talk Radio. Welcome to Badass Women's Hour XL here on Talk Radio with me, Harriet Minter, and my co-hosts, Natalie Campbell and Emma Sexton, here with you all the way through till 10pm tonight. Uh, we are talking about lots of things. We're going to be talking about Black Panther, the film that is breaking all the box office records. Uh, we've got Charlie Howard, body positivity campaigner and model in the studio with us. We've got a bit of light opera coming up for you later on in the evening. And of course, our badass balls ups, your problems, our answers, all of that and lots, lots more coming up in the next hour. Not hour, three hours. I was going to pack an hour. That wasn't going to work, was it? Uh, but first of all, uh, stories that have caught our eye this week, the stuff that we have been talking about. Nat, what are you kicking us off with? I am starting off with Black Panther. Uh, So Black Panther, for anyone that doesn't know, is a new Marvel movie out that focuses on a number of characters from the fictional place uh, in Africa called Wakanda. And uh, Black Panther is the king of Wakanda, T'Challa. And the reason that I want to talk about it is because it has broken all boundaries in that it's one of the first, well, it is the first comic book superhero that's been brought to life from the marvel uh, universe that that's black it's pretty much predominantly an all-black cast mm-hmm. um and the actual narrative doesn't fall into a number of tropes so tropes are when you watch a movie and characters form a stereotype so a black man is typically aggressive um you know th- those black women are sexualized yeah exactly yeah. whereas this movie it just shows you know, it's it's just beautiful. It's complex. You know, the men are vulnerable as well as being action heroes. The women are badass, uh, but you know they we equally explore love, and it's not a, it's not a sexualized sort of love. There's no kissing. There's no there's no naked bodies. None of none of that exists. And Marvel and DC are known for 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 doing that a lot. And it was just it was absolutely um, brilliant. And it's made it's now. Um, it's top of the box office, but it has it has blown so all financial. Most, pr- third most, third most, third biggest opening weekend ever, I yeah, think, something exactly. like that. It's zooming up the charts. Uh, you went to see it, didn't you, with your godson? Yes. What? How old is he? What did he think of it? He is fourteen. He thought it was brilliant, and not from a action movie perspective, mm-hmm. because a lot of the narrative is people talking there isn't a huge amount of fighting in comparison to marvel and dc um, comic movies uh but for him watching people that looked like him on screen 
in a major production that doesn't happen often and I, I that shouldn't be lost on people you know if you grow up as a young black kid typically when you watch tv you don't see people that look like you that is just a fact and so this is the thing that was really interesting to me because when we were talking about it you know to last week amongst ourselves and I said it just hadn't occurred to me to go and see it mm-hmm. hadn't occurred now I'm not a comic book movie fan mm-hmm. so I wouldn't really do that But it did occur to me to go and see Wonder Woman, Mm -hmm. which was a movie made about a white female superhero. So I went, oh, I feel like that movie has been made for me, so I should go and see it. And it was only when I found myself thinking I didn't for a minute think I should go and see Black Panther that I thought, that is what it is like Mm -hmm. if you are any black kid looking at all these white superheroes. It was a really, I mean, obvious eye-opening <laughs> moment for me. Emma, you saw it. Did yeah, you enjoy it? I, do you know what? I, I loved it. I think <clears throat> it was a really unique experience for me as well to watch a film that was an all-black cast and only pretty much token white man, maybe another w- white man. I mean, I do have to just talk about Martin Freeman's agent, who I think did an amazing job getting him that role because that American accent is terrible. <laughs> I don't think it was too bad. But I think there were lots of other reasons that I loved it. So one, it was progressive because it was predominantly a black cast. But for me, there were so many nuances. So yeah the relationship um with uh Nakia mm-hmm. um and so it was it was very subtle but what I loved is the fact that there was this love where she wanted to go off and do her own thing mm-hmm. and he still loved her and at the end of the movie he goes I think I know a way that you can still do whatever you love and we can still be together and I was mm-hmm. like that's a lovely like relationship yeah. she's not sacrificing what she's doing yeah. um the other young girl, his sister, uh, was it Shuri? Shuri yeah. The fact that she was like running the tech operations and coming up. So there was a girl in tech. I was like, I She's love smarter that. than Tony Stark. Yeah. And Tony Stark <laughs> is Iron Man. Is this is supposed to be the smartest person on the you know on the whole planet? And she's yeah. smarter than. But that him. was good. And also the men crying. Not just one. There mm-hmm. was about four moments where men were openly crying because they'd lost their father. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to me, it was just uh, they were, it was just so progressive, beyond, even beyond the, the race aspect of it. And I was just like, this is, this is the future. And it was just really, I, I really enjoyed it as a movie. For me, it was a deeply feminist film. And there were some two really beautiful feminist moments that I loved in it. The one, which I don't want to give away too much because it is a bit of a spoiler, but it's right at the end when a woman is asked to choose between her job and a man. It's not the one Emma's just talking about and she chooses her job and it's just <laughs> so badass. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> yeah. And the other one is there's a fantastic car chase scene in it. And in the car chase scene, and I don't, do you remember that? When we were talking about Wonder Woman, you said you were deducting half a point because they made Wonder Woman run in heels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And in this car chase scene, she drives in bare feet. And when I want to get somewhere quickly, <laughs> yeah. that yeah. is how I drive. Because you cannot drive in heels. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah, but she throws that. off her wig, removes her shoes, because yeah. she's like, yeah. this is not conducive <laughs> to basically taking yeah. out the bad it's guy. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But also, um, the other aspect was the fact that this man, you know, these men were surrounded by these powerful women but also they were just really like feminine women as well so it was a real like oh it's not men being all like butcher manly it was just oh yeah it was uh, i've lost for words blew me away yeah it it, it was good and i i would recommend people going to watch it if you like comic book movies watch it if you like action movies watch it and if you just want to see something that's different with a different storyline because it isn't all fighting from the get-go it's worth watching too it is i would say as somebody who's not in it is in no way targeted at me Mm -hmm. i really enjoyed it 
I was, the final battle scene, I was a bit like, okay. Yeah, if, if you're it's not here into for the 14-year-old yeah, boys. Exactly. But by that point, you know, you can take a little break, tweet about how much <laughs> you're enjoying it, that sort of thing. <laughs> so our second story of the week. Emma, what is it? Yeah, so I don't know about you two, but there, since the Me Too campaign, there's more and more stories coming out of men talking about how kind of, I don't know, they just seem to be really scared and kind of retreating. And there was an article uh, and Lean In have done a, a whole movement because basically Me Too is leaving male managers uncomfortable mentoring female employees. Now, I tweeted about this because I saw it and I was just like, I don't understand how as a man, you can think that the line is so blurry between being a decent human and being being inappropriate like is it and I and I've had men email me and say this is getting out of control there's these women who are talking about me too what if women start saying stuff and it's not true and they just want to ride on it because they want to discredit a man like and there's just this sort of running fear about men and men just seem to be retreating back rather than stepping forward and I think for me I'm just suddenly going hang on a minute like you know, we were having this opportunity to rise up and talk about our experiences and we've just been quiet for so long and now we're being vocal, we're still getting a backlash from men. We're still like, the men are starting to become the priority and over the over the whole Me Too okay. campaign. What about me? Yeah. <laughs> me, I'm so scared. But I don't understand this, this blurred line. I don't understand how... I really can't get into their shoes and fathom how you can worry about mentoring a woman... So it's really interesting. Um, so, hey, the song Blurred Lines I heard on the radio today for the first time in ages. <laughs> and I was listening to it and I was like, did we not all decide that this was a bit rapey and we weren't going to play it again? Um, but no. It, is, <laughs> it was really interesting to me to listen to it post Me Too and realise that I just, I don't think men can see the line. Why can they not see it? Because it's for me, it's totally obvious to me when somebody is flirting with me and when somebody is just being really friendly. Totally obvious. And for me, it's totally obvious when I'm flirting with somebody and when I'm just being really friendly. And yet, there is all this confusion. Now, what do you think? I actually, I had a conversation with some friends this week, some male friends. Um, I, have, I have most of my mentors um, throughout my career and people that have written my references for jobs have been men. And I think men that aren't douchebags get it. They wouldn't be involved in this conversation around mentoring women because they they've never done anything questionable. So, you know, it, it's not even a, it's not even an option. They know what the difference is. Um, and we were talking about uh, you know the whole what, you know what happens if I touch your knee? What happens if I touch your arm? Because I'm quite tactile. I flight with everyone. Like life is a flirtation. <laughs> I'm not special then. Me. Thanks. Sorry, mate. <laughs> um, and I was saying, you know, the difference is if you're standing over a woman and she's telling you back away, you know, it's gone too far. It shouldn't have to even get that far. As soon as someone feels like you are invading their space, whether it's with your eyes or your hands, it's gone too far. And therefore, most men no and they were like yeah actually that's a good point you know if you can touch my knee you know if you can't touch my knee 
because our body language is saying that it's not okay. But we still had we still we had a, we had really like an hour long conversation about it. And what was the con- and they were cool about it? Were they did they get it or were they men who were like I'm scared? No, I no, know they, they, they 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 definitely got it because I I was I was saying so I was I was touching them yeah. and I was like oh gosh I'm gonna get done because <laughs> I was just being really tactile. Um, and it is you know I think we've gone too far if actually people just can't behave in the way that they were going to if they were not on the line of douchebags for everyone else just get yourself in check so i think there's another angle here which is also how we assume women lie when it comes to rape in fact how how we assume women lie generally and why we don't believe women Mm -hmm. so i was talking to another friend about um a man who has been accused and removed from his job for sexual harassment and there are eight accusations towards him and she said she was talking to somebody who knows him and they're like, I just can't believe he'd do this. And she's like, well, there are eight. So he must, like, it's not like there's one or two. And I was like, well, at what point does the number become it's not lies, mm-hmm. it's truth? Why do we assume that women lie about it? And it's interesting to me that it seems men really assume that if they're in a, woman, in a room with a woman and the woman decides that she doesn't like them, her automatic response is going to be to accuse them of sexual assault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which it just isn't. It's going to be not spend time with you, yeah. not see you again. I, yeah. I had an email from somebody and they were saying exactly the same thing, that their their biggest concern around Me Too was women coming forward and using that as a as an excuse to discredit a man that they've got a grudge at. And I, was, and I replied back to them because I was like, do you understand how hard it is to report a case? If someone does do it and they are lying, they are an anomaly, a non no Anomaly. Anomaly. Mm-hmm. And they are just nuts. Mm. And there's nothing you can do about that. Society's got nutty people and they would if they if they haven't got that as an excuse, they'll do something else. But it just really annoyed me that there was like you were saying, Harriet, this sort of like like it was widespread that there were all these women were just gonna ride on it as an excuse to discredit men and it's like it's so rare. I was just I was fuming. We need to change the the instinctive response, <laughs> which is that women lie. Women don't lie. Actually I feel like do you know what? Do you know the example that I'm going to use here? Mm. Applying for jobs. Applying for jobs. <laughs> so the science so bad shows us that when men apply for jobs, they will apply knowing that they can do 60% of the job and they'll just say, yes, they can to the other 40%. Mm. Women need to do 80% or above to apply. Women are lying less than you guys. <laughs> That's, That's what you've got to understand. You know when you have a boyfriend who's cheating on you and he'll yeah. accuse you of cheating. That's what's happening. <laughs> That's what's happening. That's what's happening. So basically, that and a bit of, but what about me? <laughs> what about me, yeah. the poor men? Basically, guys, however much you lie, halve that for women and you're probably safe, okay? <laughs> um, and so I'm just going to pick up on this point and finish because... <laughs> something happened to me this week that I just have to talk about which is I was on a train there was a woman she was kind of clothed head to toe she had a hat she had a scarf wrapped around her whole face she was very clearly showing that body language now of don't come talk to me don't come talk to me and there was a drunk guy who kept trying to touch her kept trying to touch her one guy starts to intervene and then starts trying to flirt with her ignoring the fact this first guy's still trying to touch her I intervene and say mate don't touch her when he does it again i say touch her again and i will call the transport police and have you arrested (laughs) i have to say actually at the moment i did feel a little bit like a superhero (laughs) and i will have you arrested and he looks at me and i'm like no i will i will have you arrested and this guy behind me says oh love leave him alone he's drunk (gasps) 
nobody in that carriage not a single man in that carriage and it was i think there was one other woman it was otherwise men had said mate stop touching her Mm. guys you have got to start saying something silence is being complicit if you want us to believe that you are good guys you have to start speaking up Mm. you just have to that's my plea for the men of today. I love uh, your superhero action. So, did you have your pants over the top of your trousers? No, but yet? I did feel like a bit like I had a cape on. <laughs> did That's you? I, I did feel it. did feel quite. Do you know what? If you're thinking about it, do it because like what, wear your I pants over your trousers. Mm, no, just stand up. Oh, stand okay, up and fine. say something. Else. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not pants over trousers because people don't listen to you. We do that. Uh, uh, we'd love to know what news stories have caught your eye this week. What has been grabbing your attention? What's been interesting you? Give us a call 0344 499 1000 or tweet us at Badass Women's Hour, HR, Badass Women's Hour or at Talk Radio. Uh, come talk to us. Tell us what is interesting you this week. Uh, coming up, it is our Badasses of the Week. The women that we are just loving, loving this week. Uh, We're going to be telling you all about them after the break. And make sure you think about who you want us to talk about. And come tell us yours. We want to know your badass of the week too. Come talk to us here on Talk Radio, coming up next. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway. Like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.